Hello, welcome back to episode 9 of the Booth Review with myself, Nathan King, and Brandon Higley. Today we have a few special guests from back home in Hubberville, Snuffport Hubbers. We have John Adamoski, Brendan Adamoski's son, and we have Travis Cooney. You know him. So today, <laughs> well, first off, how are you guys doing? Who's oh, up first? I'm, I'm doing great. You know, travel was a little bit tough, but glad we could make it work. Absolutely. John? Oh, I'm doing pretty well today. First day in the Fred, so we're having a blast out here. It's a wonderful place. It's it's kind of like, you know, it's the Valhalla of the world. So. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like Narnia. <laughs> Close. You could say that. Close. So, uh, <laughs> today we're going to be talking about, uh, well, I'm going to talk about the Bills because I always talk about the Bills. I'll probably rant a little bit. A lot of it. Uh, we're going to talk about some Jalen Hurts. Uh, we're going to talk some coaching rankings, some winners and losers, some power rankings, and then whatever we feel like because we're the Booth Review and we do it. So what would you guys like to start off with? Your show, you take the lead. I'd say it. Brandon and I show. Yeah, come on. Give Either me a little way. Both of you guys' show, take the lead. You want to just start ranting on the Bills? It's easy. I can start. Yeah, I can talk yeah, let's warm up the bills, bills all day. Yep, me too. Yeah, so, uh, Bills. He lost. What happened? What happened? Uh, what happened? Uh, so, uh, yeah, Bills lost to the Eagles. Uh, damn, just some terrible plays by us at the end. Uh, overtime, awful. Sean McDermott, awful. I do want to start quarter. with the positives. Oh, yes. Thank you for listening. <laughs> anyway, uh, the, Those positives, are the positives. The po- no, 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 no. No, they did play well. They, offensively. They, they played very well. First, I will say, as much as I'm not trying to be a Salty Bills fan, Anyone that plays the Eagles are going to have a bad day of calls all night. Yeah, that's bad uh, day all night. That's awesome. a known fact. Uh, watching the beginning, that horse collar tackle by rule, it's just terrible. They called grounding when he clearly fumbled. Come on, Josh Allen fumbles every play. That pass interference <laughs> like, call was ridiculous. Well, actually, the non-pass yeah. interference call. Yeah, on digs, right? Yeah, yeah that's bad. That's brutal. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of stuff going on in that game. I will say though, Josh Allen did play very well. Outplayed Hurts by a mile. He looked back. He looked back. Yeah, um, like a boogie with the hoodie. <laughs> no, yeah, but honestly, Josh Allen. Um, he looked like Josh Allen from uh, like weeks one through three again. Uh, the route trees are not Little League anymore. Uh, Joe Brady might be the OC there as he long as he'd like now. He might have the key to the city. So I will say, though. How do you guys feel about John or John? John, yeah, Sean McDermott right now. How do you think he's gonna keep the job, or do you think that they should move on? I don't think they'll move on, but I think we're we're coming up on that time. His his clutch time game calling is absolutely atrocious. Uh, prevent defense is the only thing in his playbook, I believe. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, I, I I agree. I don't think they're going to fire him. I think they should fire him. I think he's a phenomenal coach in quarters one through three. Uh, in seasons one through seven. And, he, and I think, you know, <laughs> he's gotten us a lot of our success. He's the second most winningest coach in our history. That was a weird way to put it behind Marv, Marv Levy. But I think that just late game is just disaster after disaster. And, like, he he can't coach a toddler out of a playpen. And it's it's just difficult to watch at some points. And knowing going into, like, clutch moments that we're going to lose. Like, I, I know we're going to lose. I feel like, Travis, you feel like we're up yeah. seven points on the fourth. And you're like, yeah, that's game. We're going we're gonna to find some way. Or we're down – Four points, we'll find a way to take the lead, then lose the lead in 20 seconds, and blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, if we didn't get a blatant, you know, no call against the Giants, we would have lost against them, too. So I'm going to say that uh, if we won the games we're supposed to this year, I'm not mad about that performance. If you win the games you're supposed to this year, uh, Ken Dorsey's still in Buffalo. 
I'm I still don't. I'm That's not a Ken Dorsey man. Me neither. I don't think majority of Buffalo Bills fans were. No, and Allen was like, oh, I feel like it's on me. And he did make some bad decisions, but that's, that's Josh Allen football. But he, I feel like he'll <laughs> you you never for. grow out of that. <laughs> Speak to getting what you pay for. Von Miller. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, boy. $20 million a year for his contract. Six-year deal. He's in year two right now, and he just sucks. Did, yes. More he, hits on women. Than on the quarterback yes. this year. Arrest warrant I, out for Von Miller right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do I feel? Uh, I feel like the Alfred police are going to definitely nab him. <laughs> get the SWAT team? I thought they were you know, they I, were working on this plan to get him. Being yeah. serious, I, I liked Von Miller, but that's a, he's a scumbag for that. Oh, yeah, terrible human being. Like, I, I, I thought he was a good guy. You know? No, he's been a bad guy since Denver, and I was waiting for it to come out of him once he got the Buffalo. It took him a couple years. You were years. waiting for it. You were hoping for this. Well, I was well, wow. no, not a fan of him. Not a fan of him. Travis knows. He likes Kenny f- Pickett. He loves Kenny Pickett. Yeah. So, not a, not a huge fan of Von Miller. He's a scumbag. Von Miller to you. Oh, yeah. That's right. Beals. Nice hair. Beals to Beals. No, uh, yeah. Came out. That was, I don't know. He's just a bad person, obviously, and I expect a lot better from him. But I think that with the contract that he has now, it was just terrible overpay. He doesn't have any production on the field. He has more production off the field, not in good ways. So, I feel like Von Miller at this point just – even getting rid of him, I know it's a lot of dead cap, a lot of dead cap, but at this point, I'm just over him. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if the buyout costs more. I don't know the details. If they, they buy him out, it costs more to buy him out than it would be to keep him. But the best-case scenario for the Bills now is the NFL suspends him without pay. And then, and we then could they can avoid. cut him and not have to worry about his salary. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. Uh, but he's not, you know. He's doing something serious, and he's not doing something like dancing on the field. So I don't think he'll have a serious fine. So yeah, no, yeah, no. Um, would you rather um, beat up a pregnant woman or point at somebody as you're running into the end zone? I mean, pretty even there by the NFL, punishment wise. Or be Jalen Warren and do nothing and get fined. Yeah, no, Jalen Warren gets fined for playing football. Yeah, he's the second most fined in the league, I believe. For nothing, for what no reason. Fine? He. Literally didn't do Nothing. anything. He literally well, well, got fined. Like the NFL forty-eight thousand dollars for lowering his head on a pass block. Good That's Lord. just absurd. Right As there. a running back, yeah. When Aaron Donald was, he's the blitzer. He's been yeah, stand up. He's been fined ninety-three thousand throughout the season, which is second most out of all players. I cannot remember who was first. It might be Tyreek. He's also an undrafted free agent and doesn't That's make any saying. money. Like so. he got fined for that hit forty-nine thousand. His game check was fifty-three. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. No people made it more in a week at Kroger. Than he did that week <laughs> in the NFL. Uh, Probably you know Tyreek was the number one because of like the no sock thing or whatever. I yeah, think, yeah, I think that's just repeat stupid. offender. Um, <laughs> <laughs> known good guy Tyreek Hill though. Uh, still, yeah, don't necessarily feel bad. So, no, not at all. I want to branch off a little bit. It wasn't in the itinerary, but it's our show, so we don't care. Jalen Warren, great football player. You want to talk about him? Yeah, um, he also helps Najee Harris kind of be good at football again too uh one two punch they got it's actually good good change of pace for each other Najee's more of the slow methodical Derrick Henry style of running back and then Jalen Warren's more of an Austin Eckler he's gonna catch passes he's gonna get the extra yards he's they're both undrafted it's kind of fitting they both wear the number 30 I think they're really similar players no, I, I've, I've enjoyed watching Warren, and even Nachi's really coming through in the last few weeks. That angry mm-hmm. run I saw where... He actually leads the NFL this season in 15-plus yard, plus, or 15 plus yard runs. Warren? No. 
Najee, the entire NFL. Crazy. But th- that doesn't fit your narrative, so not not us here, but like the people yeah, that yeah. hate yeah. Najee Harris. No, I I don't. I think my least favorite thing in like sports in general. One, well, number one's refs, so I can't even say. Number two, though, I think like least favorite is just these narratives that are drawn in every sport. That's like this player does this and he can't do anything else. Okay, Stefan Diggs. Known diva, always locker room cancer. Yeah. But, you know, the players love him. Everyone in the facility loves him. Things like that. Um, you know, certain things like MVP races that are always influenced by, oh, I think this guy should win. Or especially in the NBA, it's really bad. You have guys that are like, oh, yeah. Jokic shouldn't be MVP. It should it's be almost easier. impossible to get repeat MVPs, which yeah. is so ridiculous. Another one that I think John will agree with is Dak Prescott's play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's on us. That's totally our bad. Yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> for what we'll apologize for that soon. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we'll apologize for that in a few minutes. But, yeah, I, I feel like just a lot of these narratives, a lot of them aren't us. A few of them are us. We did do a ranking of Dak Prescott being, um, <laughs> like, the 21st best quarterback yeah. in the league. Hey, shout out Mike Fry and I listening to that on the way back from Cal. That was I, absurd. I will say, at the time, wasn't the worst take ever because no, no, he was, was coming up an awful time. football game. And then he heard our show. He actually listened to our show that week. He called in, actually. He called in. He was like, Nate, I heard what you were saying, and I understand that I have to change my ways. Yeah, and, and then he, he did. did. Yeah. He heard the hate. So I, I, I respect him for that. He's Quick a liner. notorious good guy, Dak Prescott. Literally notorious good guy. Walter Payton, man of the year, Dak Prescott. Yeah, but still gets booed by a bunch of scumbag Eagle fans, so. Well, he's a cowboy. But. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Agreed. Yeehaw. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I want to talk about that, though. Yeah, Dak definitely has turned around his season. Uh, and by turned around, I mean that I think he could be in talks for the MVP race. No big outlet's ever going to say that, but I think Dak Prescott is a phenomenal quarterback this year, and his mm-hmm. numbers have shown. Oh, yeah. So. Um, definitely the leader of that offense now, and he's kind of had to be. They've lost some veteran pieces in that offense in the last couple of years. Amari Cooper leaving to go to Cleveland, uh, Zeke getting cut. So he's really stepped up and – become that leader which a quarterback should be anyway but i think he's really embraced it this year more than previous years i'd agree with that yeah no i i definitely agree with that uh and he's just been efficient yeah he has six interceptions on the year yeah no he's not turning the ball over at a high rate if i'm sure if i'm right at least the second most like highest completion percentage maybe right behind brock purdy or something like that believe so maybe first or second i know that for i will say half of them were in that bad san francisco game Mm -hmm. oh yeah like Three interceptions against uh, in, yeah, 49ers, and then he's only... Which is the tide for the most takeaways in the NFL. So A lot of them are garbage time, too. One against the Giants when they were winning by a bunch. One against and LA. I remember the one against LA. It was just a it was a double-tip pass. That's so what like, I'm saying. Like, yeah. Some of these just are... It just hurts against to, go, like, to go against the quarterback with Jack their interceptions. Prescott has tied his touchdowns from last year. Yeah. I also will say, even though he does throw some bad interceptions, for example, against Philly last week... Josh Allen has a fair share of interceptions that aren't his fault also. I agree. Yeah, I would agree with that. Because Gabe Davis likes to be like, Gabe oh, Davis ball. likes to just pretend to catch footballs. He doesn't yeah. actually catch footballs. I'd say like a bunch of Josh Allen's like interceptions too are just like a an arm punt. Like I, I'm yeah. down, just chuck it down the field as I, far as you can. I went I went with the stat a few weeks. I don't know if it holds up, but he was uh, – quarterbacks ahead of him in like turnover com- or percentage was at the point. C.J. Stroud uh, had the same amount of turnover-worthy plays like percentage-wise – as Josh Allen, but at that point he had three interceptions compared to 11, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes was higher. He had less. Jalen Hurts throws a lot of them. He had less. I really don't wait, like saying he this. He had the most, actually. But 
Josh Allen's numbers are having an MVP type season. And you wouldn't think so. No. By the way things are going. Yeah. But he really is. Yeah. God, if that defense was could do anything. If that defense could stop someone at the end, if we had Matt Milano. Yeah, out there, I was going to say, it's not really their fault. If we had they, Matt Milano out there, I think we at least win two of them. But. Yeah, or Trey Day. Yeah. yeah. Phil Douglas stepping up, though. He is. He's God. a dog. Josh Allen, yeah, a lot of turn, a lot of dumb turnovers. Like, it, that Jets game, he had a dumb one, just an arm punt at the end. And I feel like the just, I don't know. A lot of them are interceptions. Well, they're all interceptions, but a lot of them are on him. But a lot of them are just like, eh, it's the end. At least try something. Yeah, and I think Joe Brady knows that what he's getting in Josh Allen. I don't think Ken Dorsey really understood that you have to try to avoid situations where Josh is going to be Josh and try to make that extra play. Mm -hmm. Joe Brady kind of simplifies everything for him, and it it helps him out turnover-wise, I think. That's what I was going to say. It always seemed like he got to a point where he had to force the ball on the field to make something happen, and then... Mm -hmm. Uh, I think I think he's leading the league in touchdowns right now. Interceptions as well. But, but like, do you know off the top of your head how many Allen has? Uh, I think twenty-four passing. Yeah, and rushing, rushing like, nine. I was yeah. gonna say for passing touchdowns, I know he's first because he's one ahead of Dak right now. He's first in passing touchdowns. He's second in rushing touchdowns behind Hertz. And ninety-nine percent of Hertz uh, touchdowns are what the tush push. Yeah. All right. So yeah, no. Um, I I will say though that uh, he has been. I there's a lot of picks, but I feel like J- Allen is having a good year. Yeah. No. So. He, he. Um. The narrative right now is Josh Allen is a walking turnover, which exactly. was the case for two or three weeks. But I feel like every quarterback goes through those stretches. He's picked up his play since Ken Dorsey's gone. I feel like. I don't know. I mean, if he doesn't have that stretch of games where he's turning the ball over like every other drive. He's right in the MVP ladder right now, probably around three or four. Yeah, I think he's the well the record too, but it's has really but, hurt. Yeah, him. like but I think there's still there's five hundred and they're right in the playoffs. At this next. point, I think he's the most overhated quarterback. Just from yeah. every so every time there's a game, it's always on Josh Allen, no matter what. No, yeah, happens. I I agree with that. It's kind of getting old. It, yeah, I don't as a Bills fan, it is too. Yeah, coming <laughs> from my uh, quarterback, I understand that a lot. Yeah, and he, he hate showed going people. Actually, people are QB still no hating on Dak. People are like, I still yeah. see people being like, "Oh, Dak's overrated." That's what I'm right saying. It's I'm because, like, like, I mean, yes, we have had like a easy strength of schedule, but like that doesn't matter. I, exactly. I don't even they're care all about NFL that. teams. They all got drafted. They worked their life to get nobody, to there. And, like nobody schedules their own schedule. No, that's no. not and, like, a thing that matters. And that's what good teams do. They're supposed to blow out the bad teams they face. Like I'm gonna, I don't like the Eagles. I'm gonna say this. They played the Commanders twice already, and both the games were one was overtime and then the other one was a one score possession. So like And they just lost we, to Tommy DeVito's Giants. So that tells you how good they've been. Exactly. Like <laughs> Hey <laughs> Love that guy though. Like, there's just no reason why a d- good team shouldn't blow out a bad team. Eagles didn't blow out the commanders. And I would just say that. Who are you guys is Yeah, no, I agree with that. And you can only really do you know, what's in front of you, obviously, and the Cowboys have done that for the most part this year. Uh, so. You are what your record says you are. Know that. Truth. With ourselves. <laughs> Big sigh from Nate. Anyway, uh, <laughs> who are you guys' though, uh, MVP rankings this year? Who would you have? Top three? Top three. Everybody's I'll, top three. Travis is starting. Three. We're uh, I'm not starting. All right, all right, Nate's starting. Why am I starting? Because you're the end and he's the end. What? If we start in the middle, that makes no sense. It doesn't matter. Yeah, all right, John, you start. All right, so, I mean – as much as I don't like how the NFL does 
it's a not it's like a quarterback award. And start I, from three and then go to your MVP right now. So from three, as much as I dislike him at three, I'm gonna wait. No, that I'm gonna start at one actually because the NFL I guarantee you is gonna give it to Jalen Hurts. Second, I think should be. Like, second and third are both interchangeable for me between Stroud and Prescott, so I can't really say who the clear-cut two and three is. So that's my two and three, I guess. Um, if the NFL, like, actually gave it to a most valuable player, my prick, my pick would be uh, Tyree Kill. But I'm going to put in my three, I'm going to have Tyree Kill, which is, I know they're not going to give it to him, but I think just what he's done this year, he deserves it. So that that's just my opinion right now because he's on pace for just an absolute great season. Uh, I will say before I finish it, Patrick Mahomes is not in my top three. I'm tired of the narrative that he's an MVP this year. He's been awful this year. In, in he has been awful. He has he's no receivers and they're still. He what had, are they, he's eight a and good three? quarterback, but he's not playing like a top. No, three quarterback. but he has he has been awful. He's enemies. not playing like the narratives like usually has in that. Right. Number two, I have Jack Prescott right now. I would agree with that. I think Jack Prescott's been efficient. He's been winning games, and I think that's really all that matters. He hasn't turned the ball over, you know, often. He's thrown a lot of touchdown passes. He's a leader on that team. So I absolutely think he's there. Uh, And then number one, hmm. number one's tough right now uh, because there's a few ways you can go. Um, I don't think I – I don't think I have hurts there. I, I would love to agree with that, but just the way that the NFL like goes, they're gonna give it to Jalen Hurst. Oh, I know, it's the narrative. I honestly might put Lamar there. Honestly, yeah, I a sneaky good year. He yep. is, but at the same time, I don't think Lamar should even be like in the top three of the MVP conversation. That's just my take. But they are nine and three. They are yes. I was gonna put Lamar three, Dak two, and then I'm sure Hurts will win it. Yeah, I think Hurts will win it. I just don't. I feel like it's very open to a lot of players this year, though, and I don't think there's been one that stands out like there is multiple other years. Truly, by numbers, as a bias, I think the best numbers so far have been Josh Allen, but I know there's no chance he wins it. Not with a turnover rate like that. Which, like we said previously, half of them aren't really even his fault. Then again, yeah, yeah, looking at it, uh, I don't know. It's really tough. I'm going to leave it up. I'm not even going to give a clear number one. I said Lamar, but I feel like it is just so open right now for anyone to come and take it. None of the quarterbacks want to win MVP this year. I That's, <laughs> that's why I Fair. wish that Tyreek would win it. As much as, you know, I, as a Bills fan, it's like it's the Dolphins. But I think Tyreek's just been the most outstanding player this year. Yeah, no, what, dude has, like, plus 1,300 receiving yards right now? No one can cover him. You watch no. the game, and his projected yards are, like, 85 exactly. to start the game. I guess I understand why it's a quarterback game, but, like, you always, you always see like uh, previews, and they're like throwing like a running back or a receiver in there, and it just never happens. It is always a quarterback. It would be nice to see some. You've seen running backs win in the past, but quarterback uh, with receivers, it's always like, well, the, they've never won one because right. it's always like, oh, the uh, the quarterback's thrown to the receiver, so why would Who's they? Who's the closest win? to win one? Uh, I know the answer. I'm just asking you. <laughs> closest to win one is it? Is, is it, it Le'Veon Steeler? or something? Antonio A-B. Brown. A B. Yeah. In seventeen. Gary, second. He was always like Jerry Rice. You're saying that he didn't have. Any he game. might have won an MVP. I think he, Jerry no, Rice I think might have won one. No receivers no. have ever no. won an MVP. So I think AB was second, and Rice was probably second too. Yeah, I'd imagine. No, what was I, the, what was the last like non-quarterback? Was it AP? Probably. I think it was. What was it 2012? I want to say. Was it 14 or was it 12? It was the year after the ACL. He came back and almost broke. I really want to say record. it was 12 for some reason. I know obviously it's in that area though. 
I want to say either 13 or 14 because I remember this season. No, uh, here, I'm going to look through real quick. I th- but anyway, I'm going to give you my MVP ladder. 2012, yes. Um, three, I have Jalen Hurts. This is just based on how I feel, how deserving these people are. I don't right. care about the media. Um, Hurts is the quarterback of a 10-1 and football team. Let's not act like he's awful. No. But not as good as the two I'm about to mention are having season-wise. Uh, two, I got Deck Prescott. He's turned around his play. He's actually become one of the top-tier quarterbacks in the league, um, leading the Cowboys to what would be leading almost any other division of football. And one, the guy who has turned the entire franchise of the Houston Texans around. I knew it, yep. <laughs> C.J. Stroud. And I don't care if he's a rookie. I hate that narrative. He has been better than any quarterback in the NFL this season. I don't care. I would agree with that. It just sucks because the last time – for a rookie to win MVP, what was it like? Jim Brown in the '60s or something like that? Probably. But Either like, way, it's been. I don't forever. think that's fair. Like he's literally been better than any quarterback in the entire league. Like he's already a for sure lock-in pick for the offensive rookie of the year, but like he sh- should win MVP. I, I could literally I could see, see him, him not win. winning MVP and still being first team All Pro because the voters are different. Yeah. Um. Also, I want to bring out a stat real quick. The last non-quarterback or running back to win the award. Do you guys want to take ga- uh, a guess? kicker? No, no, no. No, was it was it a defensive end? No, linebacker. Linebacker. Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor. 1986 LT. was the last non-running back or quarterback to win the award. Yeah. 86. 86. 86. Yeah. Wow. Ken Anderson. Um, Is it by chance to a stat line that year? Uh, stat line, I. It's not as good as 2021 T.J. Watt. I was just going to say. Yeah. <laughs> well, That's interesting Watt that it was, a, it was a linebacker. What, T.J. Watt broke the record for most sacks in the season, it. right? Tied Was it, 22.5? 22 22 yeah. yeah. He's on pace to do it again this year, by the way. Probably break it, right? 13 and a half already. Wow. Yeah, I would have guessed it was an edge rusher. Yeah, no, I don't He was kind of an edge rusher. LT? He played a little bit of bowl. Yeah. He was just terrifying. Yeah. Most dominant defender of LT all time, in my right. opinion. He's no Puna Ford. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Travis MVP. He said he already gave mine. Oh, yeah, you did. Never mind. But anyway, I think it should be Stroud, and that's that's my reasoning. I agree because they were supposed to be what a tanking team again for another lottery pick, and now yeah. he's turned them into a playoff contender. Well, he's made receivers like Tank, Tank Dell, Dell and yeah. Nico Collins look like they're elite. Tank Dell. Who even is the receiving core like outside of Nico Collins and uh, Tank, Tank Dell and Robert Woodson? Robert Woods yeah. is not I mean, and there. then he's they had their ex Where is Robert Woods? Or is he there? No, he's there. Robert Woods is in. He's yeah. a Texan. And okay. then tight end of Dalton Schultz. There's Robert another. Woods is um, what's his name? Points. Noah Brown's there, too. Oh, uh, did not like it. And him. he's been great this year, too. Yeah, wish he could have done that for Dallas. <laughs> Dalton Schultz is elite tight end because of C.J. Stroud? Yeah. Schultz is just always, like, a reliable, like, just dump-off option. He was always just a safe option for Dak and C.J. Stroud. Like he's Heath Miller light. I would agree with that. <laughs> Speaking of tight ends, Friermuth. He's back. How about him? He's actually back. He wasn't back against Cleveland. He played. He just wasn't back. How many yards was it like what? He had over 100. His first 100-yard receiving game of his career. Ooh, wait. Another stat. Steelers, 400 yards of offense. Yeah. 450 yards of offense. Yeah. First time in 59 first... games. What was, was that? 20, Matt Canada hired. 20, 20? No, he was hired. Like... Matt Canada hired to coach Smithport JV football. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was hired like 49 games ago, something like that. But it's most of it, obviously, under Matt Canada. Yeah. And as soon as he's out there. And it was like, the end of the Randy Feekner era, too. Yeah. Led into that. And so. they were like, oh, yeah, we, we don't have 
shitbag anymore. We're going to actually yeah. throw 400 plus, or not 400. How many did you? Uh, 450 yards uh, total offense. Happens, you know? Pickett it was had like, 278. Yeah, he would have had over say. 300 if Johnson didn't drop a touchdown pass. That too. That would help out my fantasy team, but hey. Yeah, I played against uh, Josh Allen this week, and uh, is it Kyron Williams? Yeah. yeah. Goat. He so doesn't get the respect Irish. he deserves. So, uh, next off, we have uh, just a few brief news, or news points. Uh, Chet Leonard just visited the Eagles and Cowboys. Those wrapped up. Uh, we'll see where he goes there. What it sounds like, he's going to be an Eagle. Yeah. I certainly I hope not. Um, they don't need him. He said he really enjoyed his visit. There was lots of laughs, and he was having a great time in Philly. Which doesn't surprise oh, me. I'm sure their sales pitch was like, hey, come be part of the best defense in, or one of the best defenses in the NFL. Yeah, it's an come easy, win a Super Bowl. It's an easy sales pitch to be like, hey, we're 10-1. and one. Yeah, like, like, come on. Why get not? a ring. Um, Zach Ertz was also released. Yeah, uh, I, think he's I think he's probably going to go back to Philly. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. They said it was going to be either the Philadelphia Eagles or the Baltimore Ravens, I think, were the two that were wow. looking to get Zach Ertz. Which I think Baltimore would be interesting because yeah. Andrews is hurt, right? Yeah, he's yeah, actually he's not, very he's not similar out for the season, though. I heard. No, he could come back by playoffs. Yeah, but I think it's a similar tight end to Mark Andrews. He similar style of play, um, not real agile, more of a a vertical threat. Yeah. He'd be more agile. Hmm? He used to be. More he used agile. to be. No, I'm saying he's similar to Andrews now. Right. Yeah. In Ertz's prime, he was a stud. Better than Andrews. Amazing, uh, one of now the best tight ends. 65 years old, you know, half a broken leg. 65 years old. <laughs> I mean, but if Gronk could catch passes, at, you know, in his 30s. Well, Zach Ertz has red hair. You're forgetting that. <laughs> yes, that is true. That's a good statistic. Um, Do you guys want to go into coach rankings right now? Or? Yeah, you want to do them? You want to do yeah. coach power rankings? Coach yeah. power? Whoa. Absolutely. 1 through 32? You wow, got a list? A, I got a list. I have a list. And you guys Here's my order of my list that it's in. I'll just pipe in. I don't have a list. Neither do you I. You want to start with your 32? I'll start Comfort with my 32. I, uh, I got Frank Reich because I don't know who the Panthers even hired. Uh, yeah. Do they uh, even have, like, Chris a name? Tabor. So he's still 32 for me. Yeah. I Panthers put, are a dumpster fire. I don't know a, much about this dude, but he sucks. I put Brandon Staley, uh, 32. Whoa. Staley. Uh, why did I put him there? Because they have the mo- one of the most talented rosters, and he always makes the worst decisions I think I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, he's horrible. Uh, Brandon Staley's my 31, so ah. not too far off. Chargers need to fire him now. Yeah. He's, he's horrible. He's got so much talent. I think I could coach that team to at least – Three or four wins in a year, like because he, he has the, the tools. What are the Chargers? What four and seven now, last in the yeah. division? Absolutely, I did not see that coming. I predicted them to become like behind the Chiefs as always. Me and Nate did predict the Broncos to have a bounce back season. I'm going to give us credit for that. Yeah, hey, I, yeah, I did tell call. one of our buddies, Trent Neff, that Russ was going to have a bounce back year, and he is. Russ is so overrated, still. Over? Overrated? You Josh think Allen? overrated? Wait, overrated? Overrated? Oh, oh, I think it's overrated. Not, yeah, overrated without a doubt. Definitely not. It's very close. It is close, I will say. Close, yes, but I think a lot of more people still hate Josh. Okay, ready? Number 31. You want yours? Or I'll go, whatever. I'm yeah. going. I already said yeah, mine's Brandon Staley. Staley. Oh, yeah, okay. So I have Arthur Smith at 31. I do not like Arthur Smith. Why who? do I have Arthur Smith who? there? Uh, yeah, who? Uh, Falcons. Falcons ah. uh, head coach has some of the most – the offensive weapons are there. They just don't know how to use them. They're Get in the your worst. tight end in the game. Have more, more wins. I have him way higher, but I'm not going to tell you where yet, only because they are leading their division. But it doesn't say much, but I, I can't have him at 31. I don't have him higher. I, I have him at 31 only because I think that they should be leading the division by quite a big margin. With they have they so have. much more talent than anyone in that division. Yeah. Uh, number 30. 
I have the Panthers, Chris Tabor. Haven't seen much from him. I just really don't like Brendan Staley or Arthur Smith. So, Yeah, not a fan. Um, 30 for me is Ron Rivera. Really? I think he at one time was a great, very, very good head coach. I think he's With lost that. his touch in this generation of football. He's got the NFL's passing yards leader on his team, and that team just got beat by the New York Giants in 2023. I don't have him high, but I have him a little higher. I just I love him as a person. I just think he sucks as a coach now. I I completely agree with that. A good take. Uh, number number twenty nine. I have Antonio Pierce, which is the Raiders. Oh come on now. He is. I like Don't him a lot. Don't disrespect Tony Pierce. It's only I only am not because he's a bad coach. They've lost quite a few games still. It's that he just hasn't had any time to do anything. Like it, not enough time for me to know anything for me to have him high. I don't know, man. He I, won his what first two know. games, and he's got them. I think he started one as a coach. Yeah, I was going to say. And he was almost going to beat the Chiefs last week. Yeah, week, almost. They're up, did what, not 14 quite. Just, I, it's not anything against him. It's that I ha- just haven't seen him. Yeah, that makes sense. I need a full so, season. Small sample size. Yeah. I have Matt Eberflus at 29, Chicago Bears. Have him at 28. Yeah. Um, I just uh, I think they also have a lot of talent, and they're just not producing. Right. Kind of similar to Atlanta, but like a worst-case scenario. Yeah, and that Atlanta. offense is just scary bad. Like, they I, shouldn't be. They I, have talent. I know they just won, but that – come on. They didn't yeah. have a touchdown, did they? No. No, they, to, what they 12 won, 12 to 10, to 10 yeah. yeah. But, like, you have Justin Fields, who I still believe in, I think could win, be a winner somewhere else. You have DJ Moore, who's a legit one, as I've said, a hundred times on this show this semester. Agreed. Um, Cole Komet, right now in fantasy football, he's tight end five. He's having a great season. And you got a couple of running backs that are decent enough. It's just um, – I don't think Eberflu is the guy either. They fired Matt Nagy. I think it's time to fire him also. Yeah. Uh, you want to do your next one? Yeah, 28, I got uh, Jonathan Gannon of the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, That's my 27. Yeah, a couple, couple of games early in the season, I think, that he blew. I think they could have won. Yeah. Um, it is still early for him, so I'm not going to say fire him because obviously I still think he has the potential to be a good coach. He just hasn't shown it yet. Yeah, very small sample size, obviously, and he hasn't had Kyler Murray most. You know, he just got Kyler Murray back. Who's your twenty-eight? Uh, twenty-eight. It was Matt Eberflus. Oh, okay. My so 20, we're not, we're not, we're not my off track. Twenty-seven is Jonathan Gannon right now. Yeah, my twenty-seven is Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles. Okay. Um. You want to explain why? Yeah, I think, I don't know. I mean, this Bucks team is just not very good. <laughs> There's, it's nothing against Todd Bowles. Is he's not like the best coach ever. And he's worse than everyone else on this list. That's pretty much the only explanation I got. Yeah, no, that's fair. I have uh, at 26 – or wait, that was here 27 or 26? That was 27 for okay. me. 26, I have Dennis Allen for the Saints. That's crazy because I also have Dennis Allen for the I, Saints I at 26. I just think that they, they have talent on that team. I just feel – well, they have some talent on that team, but I feel like he just doesn't do they it. They have more there. talent than being in second in the NFC South. Yeah, especially with how yeah. the coaching is there. That so, division is just a it's cluster. A, they have a pretty solid defense. I mean, yeah, yeah they have a really Saints good defense. defense. Is really good, but they, they also have down. good weapons on offense. They got Chris Olave. They got Alvin Kamara. Obviously, yeah. they have Jamal Williams, who is not being utilized correctly at all. Um, Michael Thomas, Thomas is a two. He's out. Oh, he's out now. Jawan is it? Jawan Johnson. Jawan Johnson's their tight end. He's not yeah. at there. Uh, he's not terrible. But Jason Hill. Yeah, and I think Derek Carr is a known winner in his past. Like he's won enough. To not be in this crap hole right now. It's pathetic. Just watching the Saints. Just the NFC South is sad. Like, I, if I have to watch a divisional game in there, like, 
I don't know. I, I think I'd rather bleach my eyes. <laughs> Number 25. Uh, I have Todd. Yeah, I have Todd Poles. Um, is that how you say it? Yeah, Todd Poles. Yeah, Todd Poles. Because the Bucks have offensive weapons. Yeah, no, they um, have two really stud receivers. Kate Otten's a beast. Uh, Rashad White is one of the best pass catching running backs in the NFL. Actually, he's second in running back pass or receiving yards yeah. in the entire league. Offensive line is pretty good. Yeah, Tristan um, Wirfs. Um, I mean, quarterback's not great, but don't hate Baker though. Like, Baker's he's been okay. having a pretty good year, I think. Or what are they in the division? Third, I think. I think yeah, that's what I'm saying. Second, it's Falcons and Saints, Bucks, Panthers. What, those top three teams though, in their division are what five and six apiece. If right. any of these yeah. teams had a good coach, they're a clear number one, besides right. the Panthers. Right. Number 24, wait, you get 25? Not yet. Uh, no, my 25 is Shane Steichen of the Indianapolis Colts. Okay. Uh, I, he's done a good job of what he's got. I just, it's too early for me to tell on him still. Still, uh, not anything against him as a head coach. He could be end up being fine. Uh, I just don't think he's proven enough above the names that I'm about to list. Yeah. Uh, Valid. 24 have Ron Rivera, as you said, he's just not what he was before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think he's a good coach at all anymore, and Washington is a shit show. Speaking of not being a good coach anymore, 24, I got Bill Belichick. I think he's absolutely dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't win games without Tom Brady. Tom Brady owns Bill Belichick's legacy. Agreed. In a box, and he's locked it, and the key is in the Atlantic Ocean. But I feel like that's another one of those narratives. Nobody's going to go about Belichick for that. Right. Yeah. He's not a good football coach. No, We're forgetting he got fired by the Cleveland Browns in the uh, 1990s. Like, ugh. what are we doing? Look what the Patriots have done since, like, Brady has. I think, yeah, away. I agree completely. Belichick is just, again, not what he was. I mean, he's a great defensive mind. He'd be a great coordinator somewhere. But offensively, without Brady, he's lost. He'd be a great actor to play Yoda in the next Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> you wear sweatpants and a cutoff hoodie, yeah. <laughs> Number number 23, uh, this one might be a little controversial. I have Brian Dable. Why mm. am I Brian Dable? Because uh, Daniel Jones, that's why. Uh, for I know he's not GM, but he still had some say in we're going to pay this guy a lot of money to play football. And he's terrible. I feel like the receiving core is still awful. The offensive line works against them much as the other you know New York team. So I feel like because of that, I feel like just nothing has really come together. 23, I got Mike Vrabel. I don't think Mike Vrabel is a very good football coach anymore either. I think he's severely overrated. Um, he can't develop a quarterback to save his life. All of his playoff wins coming from Ryan Tannehill after the Dolphins developed him. Doesn't use Derrick Henry properly anymore either. He just runs one play with Derrick Henry and it doesn't work half the time. Half back to dive. Half back to dive. And for being a defensive <laughs> genius with some decent defensive talent, their defense isn't as good as they should be either. No, I respect that. Um, I have at 22, Shane, I can't, Steichen. yeah, it's Steichen, I was going to say Steichen, Steichen, uh, yeah, they're doing good for where they're at, uh, but I haven't seen enough. Uh, 22, I got Matt Fleur. I think Matt Fleur is severely underachieved in the past, even when we had Aaron Rodgers. Um, we got one of the best quarterbacks to ever play, and not much to show for it in his tenure with Aaron Rodgers, and once Aaron Rodgers left, obviously, now look where they're at, they're in a bad spot. Yeah, no, I don't. I, I don't know. I I wouldn't say Matt Lafleur is necessarily a bad coach per se, but I feel like I don't think he's a good coach. If that makes sense, like, well, obviously, but I feel not like a great offensive mind. He's very middle of the pack, and he doesn't have a team to do anything right now. Anyway, he could for sure do a lot better than he's what like what he's doing with now, though. Yeah, um, I agree with that. 
Uh, so I have him just a few spots ahead. Uh, are we at the 21 now? Yeah. 21, I have Bill Belichick. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I just severely overrated for what he did. And he got extended. Yeah, I don't know how, but there were a lot of rumors going around saying, oh, he's going to be gone on every season. I think he should be gone. They should just clean slate it. So. Yeah, uh, 21 for me. I got R. Smith. Still not much higher than you. I mean, obviously a little bit, but like not not high by any means. Well, I mean, the 20 to 32 range is just uh, which piece of shit is better. Yeah. Well, is this a polished shit or is it a stinky shit? Yeah. <laughs> I'll leave it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, R. Smith, 21. Not a great head coach, but he is leading his division. So there's that. 20. Yes, I'm at 20. Uh, Matt Lissler. Um, I Same reasons as I, I, you know, Brandon was talking about. I just, you know, he had him a little lower. I just don't think he's doing enough with mm-hmm. that team. It's, he's very middle of the pack. 20 for me. I got Robert Ursala. Um, think of a fine football coach. Just his second season right now, correct? Yeah. Um, obviously, not going to play Aaron Rodgers going down. Doesn't help his causes. I still think he's a really, really, really good defensive-minded football coach. He just doesn't have the talent on offense to help supplement that right now. Uh, I think once Aaron Rodgers comes back, we'll get a better look at what Robert Sala is to the Jets. Mm-hmm. No, uh, I'm going to have Sala much higher, but that's only because his entire plan kind of backfired. Yeah. It wasn't really, really to him. I think a lot of what his plan has backfired is due to that turf at that life. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, that's been their biggest enemy this year. And any other team that plays, yes. Um, yeah, so we're at 19 now? 19. Yeah, I, I have Mike Vrabel. Yeah, that's a good spot. Not a very middle of the pack. Again, all these players are like, they're, or not players, all these coaches are very mad. Uh, he, he's, he had good seasons, and that's with the success of Derrick Henry and Tannehill not being Tannehill for a while, but I feel like his offense is just stagnated. Completely. Yeah, it's terrible. So, so predictable, too. Um, 19 for me, I got Sean McDermott. I don't think he's a good football coach. I'm sorry, Nate. I think he is the most unclutch head coach in the entire NFL. Mm. He screws up late-game situations every single time they're in one. He is such an A-head. Okay. Where I'll say that, he's the second-least clutch. Brent Stolley. That's right. Okay. Second-least clutch yeah. in the NFL. <laughs> no, but he, he consistently screws up close games late. And, and the blame gets point on Allen. Yeah, and that's the recipe of a bad football coach. I think his game plan is good enough. He just craps himself every time it comes down to a tight finish. I would say little things too, like time management. He's always been bad. Yeah, just just off the wall timeouts and just I don't know. And what did it for me to make me realize that he should be this slow? You literally had a timeout. Like you were taught. What what else are you talking about in your timeout? You know that Denver's going to take a knee and run field goal unit out there. What else are you doing in the entire 60-second timeout other than counting your 11 guys? What are you doing? Should be nothing else. That is the only possible thing you could be talking about. And watching that game, the, the defense wasn't even rushing off the field. Like they had no idea what yeah. was going on. Like, what are you doing? Might just cost him a playoff spot and his job. Yeah. yeah. No, that's fair. Uh, yeah. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> you just get fired up, dude. Like... <laughs> So I'm a Steelers fan. What are, yeah. You won the next one? 18? I got uh, Kevin McConnell. I have Kevin Nice. McConnell. There we go. <laughs> We're back on the same page. I think he's a good offensive mind. 
Um, again, his quarterback went down this year, so for his second year head coach, it's off the tell, just like Robert Sala. So I think with time, we'll see more of what he is to the Vikings. No, I agree with that. Mine was, I think he saw it. I just feel like, like I, they win. They have gotten wins this year, especially with the, everyone going down. Jefferson's been out most of the year, it seems like. But, you know, he's just not a big sample size. I can tell he saw it, but I, he's kind of near the middle. I don't know if he saw it good or he saw it bad. Mm-hmm. What, like he's 6-6 six six now, something like that? Yeah, he's done a very good job of, with what they have. Yeah, yeah. He's managing obviously ways. without our all-pro receiver, Justin Jefferson. And Kirko. And Kirko. They got, guess, a, they got a freaking astronaut quarterback, and they're 6-6, six and six, so. Yeah. Hey, the pastor not. He's not good. No. We saw that in the three interceptions he threw against <laughs> Chicago's terrible defense, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, where were we at, 17? Yeah. I have Antonio Pierce at 17. I think that's a good spot. For I really, player. really like what I've seen from this Raiders team, just in the vibes that they've had since they let McDaniels go. Um. He's led them to a three and one record, I believe, since, and he hung with the best team that's ruled that division for a decade and a half. Um, I think he it would be smart for the Raiders to keep him around next year, especially with Aiden O'Connell at quarterback. Yeah, I think I think he's telling Aiden O'Connell to get the ball to your best receiver, Devontae Adams. They <laughs> Josh Jacobs had a re, uh, resurgence as well. Yeah, like, Antonio Pierce. Yeah, that was six three yard run touchdown the other night. Yeah. Um. I'm going to go number 17. Uh, Mike Tomlin. No, 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 I'm kidding. I do have someone in the division, and I think you probably have him a lot higher. I just... Not too much higher, I really don't. I know who you're talking about. I don't have that much higher. Is it Zach Taylor? No. Yes. Yes, I, I think Zach Taylor's benefited a lot from what's around him. I feel like it's really in the show right now, you know, um, without Burrow, whether they're going to win or not. Uh, and I feel like they're not going to be able to keep everyone, so I feel like they benefit from a lot of success, but even... Or he's benefited from a lot of success, but even now his defense hasn't been as good, obviously. Mm-hmm. And they've lost a lot of close ones like early on. So they're a very streaky team, and I feel like a lot of that comes down to that, or come down to his coaching. Yeah. So. Um, sixteen, I got Brian Dable. Uh, well, a lot higher last year. Yeah. Uh, middle of the pack this year. They're not having a good season, but everything that could uh, could have gone wrong for the Giants this year has. They're maybe the worst NFL offense to ever exist. <laughs> Defense hasn't been great either. Uh, he did lead Daniel Jones to the postseason last year, and that's why he's as high as he is. I think he's a really good offensive mind. I really do. Obviously. After I'm just going to say, with him say last year, I think the Giants just got lucky last year in making the playoffs, and they faced a overrated Vikings team. Yeah, overrated, though. Yeah, They um, did win a playoff game. We yeah. did say, though, that the Vikings, if they don't win these one-score games, they're going to be very mediocre this year. We did. And there were injuries, but they have been very mediocre. This In the previous year, like, Vikings, they won uh, They won basically all the one-score games, and this year they have barely won any one-score They won games. 10 one-score games last year. Exactly. Who's your 16? 16, Sean German. Yeah, that's... Better. I have him rated up middle of the pack because, like, dead center in the middle because he makes them, he makes a, has made them successful, but he's made it so they're stuck, they're kind of stagnated at where they're at in success. They're never going to win, they're never going to win it all with him, but they're never going to be really be super bad. Yeah. So. Um, 15, I have Kevin Stefanski from Cleveland. Um, yeah, no, I also have Stefanski uh, at 15. Constant off-season champions are the Cleveland Browns. 
they keep getting talent and more talent and more talent, and they always seem to be in the same spot at the end of the year. They're either a fringe wild card team that just misses, or they're going to lose the first round of playoffs or second round of playoffs. I mean, they did whip the Steelers that year, but Defense that was a bad Steelers good, team. Defense has been good, but he's an offensive-minded head coach, and their yeah. offense has been awful. And then just having your starting quarterback and starting running back, especially Nick Chubb going down, doesn't help out the case for a coach. No. I just, yeah, and he also just he loses too many questionable games that might cost him a playoff spot for me over his years. Um, last year he lost to someone just awful. I can't remember who it was, and then it cost him a spot in the postseason. I'm trying to think. I, I can't even think. They, was, I remember it was a game-winning field goal, but nonetheless, 15. Um, 14, I got Zach Taylor. Okay. I, I don't think he's a great coach, and the elite coaches are literally the one spot out away, or the, for the good coach to start one spot away, excuse me. I think Zach Taylor's the best of the worst because of the success he's had. He has bad to a Super Bowl. But also, I do agree with you, I think part of that is because of the talent he has around him. No, I like that. Uh, 14 is going to be controversial uh, just because it's his first season back. I have Sean Payton. I think Payton, they're on a big win streak, but also a lot of that has come down to some of the lucky plays, like especially that Bills game. Um, and just teams playing down. So I think he's a va- he's, he's been a good coach and getting them a win streak, but he also wouldn't have to go on this win streak to be in the playoffs if he didn't start off like such shit. So I also think their roster sucks. I just do. The Broncos roster is shit. You think of the flu stretch, or do you really think they're turning around? I think that, okay. I think that they could potentially make the playoffs and not see them winning a game. They're definitely not winning a game if they get it. No, I, I don't see them. So that's why it's like, I wouldn't say it's, I think they're winning. They are winning these games. I think, that, you know, that Russell Russell Wilson's a big part of that and he's doing well. And, and at this point, I think these are good coaches, like 14. And, uh, yeah. And I, I think that Peyton is aiding in that. I just don't have him above any of the guys that I have left. Um, What are we, 13? Yes. 13 against Sean McVay. I think Sean McVay still has enough talent to be competitive in the NFC wildcard race, which they are, but, like, by default, because they definitely haven't deserved it so far. Um, He did win a Super Bowl, and that's why he's as high as he is. You know, good NFL coach. 13 is the right spot for him, I think. 13, I have uh, Robert Salah. Uh, I have him there because I think that, that his whole plan kind of fell apart. That defense looks nasty. Just the offense is all look nasty in a bad way. So. <laughs> the Zach attack. The Zach attack. It, it's uh, not even offensive. anymore. It's the offensive line attack. Just all the it is. There, I agree. They, if they don't change the turf this year, yeah, I'll, it's getting blurry. I'll run around. I genuinely, I genuinely feel <laughs> terrible for Jalen Phillips. Um, number twelve. I got Mike McCarthy. I think he's – you guys 12, McCarthy? McCarthy. I think he's a good NFL head coach, man. Um, it's a good spot for him. He's one of the 12 best coaches in football. He has won a Super Bowl, um, and he could climb higher if he wins a couple of playoff games this year. Absolutely. I certainly hope so. Uh, <laughs> I like McCarthy. I really do, and I think he's been a, a formidable coach there, and especially this year, that defense is nasty. The offense is nasty right now in good ways, in good ways. In good nasty. A good nasty. <laughs> One of those good stinks. One of those stinks, yeah. <laughs> so I feel like <laughs> I feel like McCarthy's been a good coach in that sense, uh, obviously, and he's gotten them to a lot of wins. He's, he, I don't know, the players seem to back him and really like him, so mm-hmm. I think he's done a good job there. I do want to hear John's thoughts on Mike McCarthy since he is a guy I've 
I will say at first, like, our first year with Mike McCarthy we went, what was it, 6 and 10? And I, I wasn't a huge fan of McCarthy at the time, but, like, I've started to like him every, like, every season more and more because he's had back-to-back 12 and 5 seasons. Granted, that mean, we've lost him in the playoffs each time. And uh, he's just on pace probably to get us another 12 and 5 or more seasons. So I, I like him a lot more than I used to. So shout out, Mike. He has a soft spot in my heart because of his hometown. The Berg. He's from the Berg. Really? He's from the Berg. Yeah. I feel like his playoff appearance is really holding him back from being up in the I agree. Spot. That's exactly my thoughts. But that's just the that's just how the Dallas rolls. I've known it for the 20 years of my life. I'm going to say that I think my top 10 controversial going forward, uh, even now uh, at, at 11. 11, I have Pete Carroll. Uh, I think Pete Carroll is a good host, but I feel like he's, I mean, he was the, he was the reason they lost the Super Bowl. Uh, he got in there. He was the reason they lost, but I feel like his success hasn't really been there as much without, you know, the lead of boom. I feel like they've been successful, you know, turning Genie around. It. They're a solid team. I just don't see him going far right now, and I don't think I'm going to say that my next three coaches are all legendary coaches and are all probably Hall of Famers, but have not adapted enough to have their teams be serious contenders in today's NFL. My number 11 is Sean Payton. Uh, I think he's done a really good job with more. He's done more with less this year, more than anybody, except for my number two coach, obviously. Um, I think his roster, not the best, but he's got him in position to be into the playoff race all the way to the end of the year. So, shout out to Sean Payton. Shout out. I know he's listening. We <laughs> love you, Sean. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I, I respect you having a little higher. Uh, a lot of these guys are interchangeable from week to week, honestly, mm-hmm. which it might sound crazy. But coaches, it's really hard. To get yeah, if they throw a shit day. game plan. like Yeah. Uh, number 10. I like the man. I have Dan Campbell. Uh, why do why do I have him at ten, not higher? Very good rah rah. He's the, the energy there. He gets people. He gets them excited and he gets them a lot to win games. I feel like a lot of his game decisions aren't good analytical coach game decisions, but I feel like his just amping everyone up has been white top ten, but not higher than ten. Um, you said you liked him, right? Love him. My number ten, I despise. It's John Harbaugh. Um, I think he's a good enough head coach for the Ravens, but I think he also costs them games late, just like Sean McDermott does. He's just been more successful doing that over his career. He has won a Super Bowl. He has been to a lot more AFC Championship games. Um, yeah, I just I the Ravens don't scare me because of a John Harbaugh in the postseason and b Lamar Jackson in the postseason. I have I'll just butt in too. I just I just think the Steelers own him, and I'm not a Steelers fan. Tomlin owns Harbaugh. Agreed. Tomlin owns season tickets to Steelers games. Actually, <laughs> yeah, he's got he's he's everyone. Got tickets. <laughs> no, I I'm not mad at that, and I, I know there's a little bit of animosity there. Like you're not you're not big on the guy, not big on Which, the team. From what I see when Steelers play him, he's he's probably ten. Number nine for me. Use your ten. Huh? I gave you ten. Wasn't it to Dan Campbell? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, uh, you're right. My bad. Number nine for me, D'Amico Ryan. Um, I think he's a really good head coach right now, and I feel like he's been a lot of the success that they've had. But he's still a first-year coach, and I guess it's kind of like Gable being high last year. I cannot put him higher than nine and cannot have him top five like people at Gable last year because it's one year, it's small sample size. 
Like, I think he's the best of the new coaches. New coaches. Yeah, I think easily. Um, the best of the new coaches. Number nine, I have a leather legend, Pete Carroll, Super Bowl champion, been to two Super Bowls, uh, just kind of getting outgrown by the game of football. He's in his 70s now. He hasn't really adapted and done what he needs to do. They're okay. Shut up, Pete. They're not going to be contenders, though. Um, still a good head football coach, though. Yeah. So I feel nice appropriate. 2017 sexiest man alive. Pete Carroll. Yeah. Are you too serious? Well, my personal. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, I was just good. <laughs> I got one message for Pete. Run the damn ball. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say, come on now. Number eight. Uh, who do you have? I have Nick Sirianni. Hey. Whoa. Uh, I think really good football coach, but we can't get a true assessment of how good a football coach he is because of the talent he has on his roster. Just solid. But ten and one cannot go unnoticed. So he is at eight. Uh, I have Sean McVay at eight. Uh, I have him a little higher than you do, and that's because he went all in. He got a Super Bowl. He's shown success. He's brought out the best in some players. But, I mean, well, Jared Goff for quite a while, but, like, Pukunakua, obviously. Cooper Cup, catch, he's a legend now. Um, but yeah. I feel like he has brought out the best in people, and I feel like a lot of his not success right now is everyone left after that Super Bowl, and yeah. they don't have any picks, so. No, they don't. <laughs> Good to go, though. You were saying something about Sirianni? Uh, I was just saying, like, it, it's hard not to succeed with just about all the uh, all pros and great players they have on the team. Yeah. Um, seven, I got Doug Peterson. Um, Doug Peterson has been a great addition for the Jags, leading them in the playoffs in his first year back as a coach. Uh, I think he was really good with Philadelphia. I'm not sure why they fired him. Um, I feel like seven's a good spot for Doug. Yeah, uh, seven for me, I have Nick Sirianni, uh, again, with what Sean was saying, with what Grant was saying, with what Travis was probably thinking, I hope. <laughs> uh, I feel like he's just had a lot of, he's had a lot of talent around him, especially, like, offensively, he's been, well, both offensively and defensively, he came in, that offensive line's nasty, the, you know, receiving core is nasty, and Jalen Hurts is, like, nasty. Yeah, but I've said, we've said before that Jalen Hurts has even benefited a lot from just the core around him, yeah. and that defensive line is terrifying. So I feel like until we see him with a team like, if he had the Texans roster, I just don't think he'd. Yeah, be exactly. If he had, if Sirianni had that team, well, when did he become head coach? Actually, last year. Last year, if Sirianni right. had the uh, team, or no, not the, last year. It's been a couple. Is, I think it's been three, maybe. I think he started in 2021. Well, he was the head coach of the Highlands Fort Harbors. Oh yeah, but <laughs> he anyways. is from Jamestown, New York. So I'll say um. If Sirianni had the 2020 Philadelphia Eagles when, like, the entire NFC East was just completely utter garbage, then I would be able to, proper, like, properly rank him. But until, like, like you guys are saying, until we see him with, like, a not-all-pro roster, then... Originating the Totoch Bush has to keep top 10. Yeah, no, yeah. He, he's perfected that. <laughs> yeah, no other team can do that. I love pile. What? Huh? Who's <laughs> <laughs> <Awesome. laughs> <Future> six? <laughs> Um, Mike McDaniel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think McDaniel has been very bad at winning big games, but yes, uh, they are winning the division by quite a bit. And the roster that he's—I mean, again, we said GM, but they work closely together. I feel like just that speeder roster then great to you know put together. Um, Tua's really played his best football under McDaniel. The players love him, and is not like the Dolphins. I really enjoy just listening listening to Mike McDaniel speak. Yeah, he's he's a genuinely good dude, and he is even a, if you're a Bills fan, he's hard to dislike. I feel yeah. like there's two people I like Christian Wilkes a lot too. Even though he, he can be a lot, I think he's a fun guy. It's yeah. just interesting the approach he brings to coaching. Like 
He's, he's not that hard in your face, you yelling, motivated guy, but mm-hmm. finds a way to finds he a way to win the players. He knows more than maybe anybody exactly. other than so Shanahan. Yeah. Um, I would say my number six is D'Amico Ryan. Um, like you said, best brand new coach, and it's not even close. Maybe the best brand new coach of all time. He is complete. Uh, the Texans had the number two overall selection last year. They were horrible. They were a bad win away from having the number one pick. And he has turned this team into a legit AFC contender. I think they can hang with any team in the conference. And there's no saying the Texans couldn't win, go to the Super Bowl this year. There's really not. Just a quick thought. What do you think the Texans would do if they actually like had the second pick and they took Well, If they had Bryce Young instead of CJ Stroud? It's tough to tell. I still think Bryce Young could be a good NFL quarterback. It's just but Stroud was thrust into uh, such a better situation than Young. Right. That is the... By, by far worst team in the NFL, Carolina. Oh, yeah. He does have an offensive line, too. Uh, Shroud does. Uh, yeah, he I mean, does. Larry Tunstall's that guy. He is he that is guy. Is he the highest-paid left tackle still? Or? I, I believe so, so yeah. yeah. Rightfully so. Mm-hmm. He, no one talks about him, but he's... Get he's a monster. He's really great. Like, <laughs> yeah. So. Shout-out to him. But, no, I, I, I think that they... I think that they'd still have... Be successful. I don't think they'd be as successful, but it's really hard to gauge, I guess. But... Yeah. We'll never know. Five? I got Dan Campbell. Um, I like it. Dan Campbell's turned the worst franchise in professional sports, other than the Cleveland Browns, of course, into a Super Bowl contender in the NFC. Um, I think the NFC, believe this or not, has become more top-heavy than the AFC has. The AFC is just so much deeper. I would agree with you that. You look at like no, the the uh, the top three, four NFC teams, and then you stack it up against like our wild card teams per se. And it, it, the gap between those teams is just ridiculous. Minus Dallas, yeah. yeah I agree. My, well, it's just like hard all to put Dallas the, in the well, I wouldn't say all of it. The NFC South sucks, but yeah. you could replace the NFC South with the Cowboys, and those four teams are better than the AFC's top four teams. I agree with that. Yeah. And I think Dan Campbell's made this last team into a Super Bowl contender True. in just two years' time. I will say though, I love Dan Campbell, but I think he just takes too many like unnecessary risks. Yeah, which can like, be good, can be bad. Like, like if it pays off, it pays off. Which I don't hate it. Yeah, I, I like being either. aggressive more than playing not to lose. I've always been a big fan of that. And Dan Campbell's definitely not accused of that. This one like play though, it was like fourth and five against your conference opponent. Uh, the, wait, the last are playing the, the Packers, and then he went for a fourth and five, like inside your own 35. Obviously, didn't get it, but I just didn't like that call from him. I just, not, definitely in hindsight, no, but if you get that. Yeah, yeah oh, yeah, it's big. It's genius. I feel oh, like, like you're, they're down by nine at the time, though, and then it turns to a 16 point lead. Like what that franchise has come from, though, I feel like they need a coach like that who is willing agree. to take Without a chance. A they don't have to lose. Like, I'm, I'm not discrediting uh, Campbell. I think he's I, an amazing coach. Campbell coaches like he, you know, obviously a former player, but you, it shows that he coaches like a former player, and a lot of these risks that he takes is because he's like, he's a very like, hell yeah, I want on a deuce, I want to try this, and I like that he has trust in his guys and yeah. go out right. and do something like that. High risk, high reward. Yeah, big he's rejuvenated the uh, career of Jared Goff. I agree. Yes. And I think sometimes big teams get caught at where they don't want to take those chances. Um, yep. The Bills get wrapped in that once in a while. <laughs> they do. Where the Steelers do that. Played a little bit. too safe. Yeah, uh, where McDermott after every win is... Uh, uh, humble and hungry every time. Trust the process. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Campbell's out there going, we think we were going to win? Yeah. Did we know we were going to win? Absolutely. Against, yeah. Like the Chiefs and things like that. Against the Chiefs and, t- you know, top contenders. So. He is a – all right, so Nick Sirianni is like an arrogant, flamboyant dude, and he'll like talk shit to fans. I hate Where Campbell 
puts his energy into his own team in the locker room. I Very think true. that's the difference between those two, and it makes Campbell easier to root for. Look, My or did you say number five? Uh, yeah, no, I did not. My number five is John Harbaugh. I think that Harbaugh has very good, like has actually gotten them to you know be able to be in the playoffs, and I feel like he's done a lot with Lamar Jackson, and you know obviously he did MVP under that time, but I feel like his lack of playoff success is what holds him from being a truly elite, where in these top four. Uh, so I think he's a very good coach, and I feel like he, a lot of their wins is on him, and I like that he trusts his players as much as Campbell does. It just a lot of it hasn't worked out for him in that yeah. sense. So yeah, he's uh, Dan Campbell when it doesn't work out. I agree. Number four. Number four, I got Mike McDaniel. I think he's the brightest offensive mind in football today, and that's saying a lot uh-huh. because there's some really bright ones here coming up to him. Yes. Um, I think he has made teams reconsider how important speed is in the game of football. He's kind Jeez. of brought it into like it's only light. Hear me out though. How has no team ever just thought, let's just grab speed? Like right? I feel like, like I feel like, like even just Hootie, uh, was it the third round pick was Hachan? Uh, yeah, yeah. Fastest running back in the class. Yeah, yeah we gave that pick fast. a D, my by the way. Yeah, that was uh, a really good take. Oh boy. Um, but I feel like he just he plays like it's Madden. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and it's it, working, man. Yeah, absolutely. And he's very analytical, but it's like no one can cover our guys. We have the fastest guy, the second fastest. All five, all the top five carriers this year. So they have the two fastest running backs by foot speed in the NFL and yes. the two fastest receivers by foot speed in the NFL. Who covers that? And then no one. No one. You got really. a quarterback who has completely turned his career around thanks to Mike McDaniel. Yes. So that's credit to him. Um, Number four is controversial, but I feel like all of these can go around. These are the elite of the elite. I have Kyle Shanahan. Uh, why do I have him four, not higher than four? Uh, Again, I'm, I'm looking at, at the negative on why I put him here because there's so many positives. You know, that his team, you know, without him wouldn't be where he is today. And a lot of the moves that he makes is genius. Very big X and O guy. O's guy. But negative is he's had the best roster for years and everyone wants to go there, but he hasn't won it all yet. And I feel like that's what's holding him back with having – say, say Mike Tomlin, I, I will say, you know, I've mentioned him. Tomlin's going to be high. Uh, Mike Tomlin had that roster. He they win the Super Bowl. Yeah, so. yeah uh, I got Shanahan three, so not much different than you. Um, obviously, he's got way, way more talent than anybody in the NFL. So it's easy to say, oh, what a great head coach. But he really is a good offensive mind. And, um, the reason I have him lower than these next two is because he has not won a Super Bowl, I don't believe. No. He's, no. he's a no-play choker. Yeah. Truth. Um, yeah, no, I feel like if they went out and got a real quarterback like Daniel Jones. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I feel oh like that team. Tommy is, DeVito. I, listen, I, I do like Brady, but I feel like what's held them back for a while is the quarterback play. Yeah. And I, he's good. He's a great game manager. And call me out because he has great staff, but he also has great offensive line, great running All pros, room, all great around. wide receivers. Yeah. I would agree with that. I think, wasn't he brought in off an injury or something? Because of uh, Trey Lance sucking. Which Trey Lance, I, I don't know. I feel like they gave up on Trey Lance too fast. They I traded so much for him and then just said, we'll give him like three games. He yeah. got three games, which yeah. was ridiculous. Yeah. as a number three overall pick. And, and he didn't look that bad in no. those games. He got hurt. Yeah. That'd be like, could you imagine the Colts being like, eh, we're going to trade and we're gonna trade Richardson right now. For a fifth. For a fifth. <laughs> we're going to keep Minshew. Like, yeah, it's the same thing. Was it Purdy that was he like the last pick in the draft? Yeah, he's been yeah. Sure yeah. Relative. I don't know. I feel like that's also part of like storyline and why they wanted to stick with Purdy is like just how he came up through. But I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like if they picked up somebody better, they they'd have a better time. Without a doubt. 
Yeah. Um, number we have three now. Two. Huh? Or I yeah three for you. Three. What do you say? Your three was. Shanahan. Shanahan. Oh okay okay awesome three. I have Doug Peterson. I think Doug Peterson. Uh, I feel like the Eagles are happy they have Sirianni, but I think I don't know why they ever got rid of Peterson. Yeah, bad. I do I, think they do miss Peterson. I feel like that was a really dumb decision by them to get rid of him. He was in the CFL for a year. He didn't have a coach coaching job after. Which is insane. Bowl. He won a Super Bowl and then the next with year with Nick like, Yes. Next year they were like, okay, you're gone because you had bad season after your Super Bowl. Yeah. No shit, everyone left. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Doug Peterson, great coach, and I think that the Jaguars are they the number one seed in the AFC right now. No, this is still the Ravens because the Ravens, Ravens are Chiefs, nine, Jags. Ravens are nine and three with their bye coming up right now. Yes. Okay. Chiefs so, are two, number three. I feel yeah. like that. I feel like he's done really well, and for them to be at that position is because of him. Uh, so I feel like Doug Peterson's a great coach, mm-hmm. leading a shockingly good AFC South. Shout division. out, Doug. Yeah. Which three of those four teams are legit? Agreed. Uh, I mean, I don't. Well, I not say the closer legit, but they're in the playoffs. Average. They're in the they're playoffs right average. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're in the postseason, and the Titans aren't horrible for oh. a bottom feeder. No, they're, they're the AFC North of the AFC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would say. No, I feel like the AFC South has been very underrated, but I think Doug Peterson has been. All right, who's oh. your two? My two. Andy Reid. I also have Andy Reid as my number two. Hey, uh, Andy Reid, I can't say much bad about him. That I, I'll just say he's not as good as number one, but he's one of the best coaches in the league and has to us to show it. Great offensive mind when That's he was in Philly, when he was in Kansas City. Um, really, really good players coach. Uh, can't say enough good about Andy Reid. You know, he, he loves his players as much as he loves his food. And I, I was going to say, big food guy. Big food Respect. <laughs> I know. I, I Who love, isn't? I love uh, it. He's... he's so hard to hate though, even being a tough yeah. dad. But the last really like, yeah. like, third interviews and stuff, like it's like, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna get a burger or something like that. I'm like, yeah. word, like it, it's real. But uh, I really do like Andy Reid, and I think that everywhere he's been, he's been successful, mm-hmm. and therefore he's my number two. When did he go to KC by chance? Oh man, I can't. It was a long time ago. Okay, uh, well, I just want, maybe. I just How many years? You said he was a Philly, right? He was yeah. a Philly. Yeah, yeah, yeah have any success? McNabb. They lost the Super Bowl. He was in a Super Bowl and lost. He, his first Super Bowl was under Mahomes. Right. And he won. Yeah. yeah. I was just wondering if he was there for uh, the Nick Foles Super Bowl. I didn't no, know no. if he was there or not. His last quarterback in Philly was Michael Vick. Wow, his first what? coaching job was BYU. Yeah, not a boy. Okay, Eagles from 99 to 2012, 2013 to now. He's in Kansas City. Okay, uh, I got you. Uh, he's years. won two Super Bowls. Uh, Both with yeah. the homes. Yeah. Yes. And he won Coach of the Year in 02. Anyway, Crazy how he hasn't won another, in my opinion, though. You, you guys all just won day number one at the same time? Yeah, on three. One, two, three. Mike, Mike Tomlin. Tomlin. Yeah, it is. It's not even close anymore. I mean, it's decently close, but not Mike Tomlin, man. Season. Let's have the Yinder talk about it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you know right now why Mike Tomlin's best coach <laughs> at all. I'll sit back. Reason number one, never lost. Losing, never heard of her. Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season in his entire NFL career. He's been in the NFL since 2006, I think it was. Either six or seven. Never got under 500. Where was he before he went to the league? He was the Vikings defensive coordinator. Okay. And before that, he was their secondary coach. Um, Yeah, and reason number two, he constantly, every single year, gets the absolute most talent. He squeezes every ounce of talent out of his players he could have one of the worst defenses in the history of the nfl like he did from 2015 to 2016 and still make the playoffs in every single one of those seasons 
He could have one of the worst offenses in the history of the NFL from 2019 to out now and still be in playoff contention. Uh, dude just breeds talent. It doesn't matter where you're drafted. I mean, for example, Jalen Warren is one of the top running backs in the NFL, and he was undrafted, like I said. Um, yeah, he's he's a, he's a model of success. I mean, I think what really – what really puts them there is after the Big Ben era. Yeah, I mean, that season dealing with Duck Hodges and Mason Rudolph going back and forth. Oh, oh, and you, what was their, what was their record Bansky. that season? They went 8-8 eight eight that year. Yeah. And they were 8-5 and five had a chance to make the playoffs, and they, they did lose three. And that was a rough crew. 8-1 or was that just 8-8? Did they not introduce the extra game yet? That was the last year before. Right. They did. Yeah. But to be 8-5 with Duck Hodges. That's what I'm saying. He's had some rough crowds that he's pulled together. Yeah. Even Their starting running back was also Trey Edmonds on that team, yeah. by the way. Mm, wow. Trey Edmonds and Kareth White split carries on that team. What year was that? 2019. They were tre- or horrendous. Not, uh, 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 they were was horrendous. that the Miles Garrett assault year? Yeah, that yeah, was okay. the Miles Garrett assault year. <laughs> the battery charge on the field. <laughs> head to head. Yeah. Shout out to Roger Jones for uh, taking away that helmet. <laughs> I will say Mike Tomlin also drafts very well. Oh, without a doubt. Look at the draft this this year, matter of fact, one of their best. Getting, ever. I mean, I'm a, I love, I do like Penn State, and they got a JDJ in the second round, and that's just absurd. You're supposed to be like, like a mid mid round first pick, if I'm not wrong. Yeah. Ish, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Big fan of Mike Tomlin. No, I, I don't. Dicky isn't though. I don't think we could put it better, just because. Well, he's just a stealer, so <laughs> wow. it is sorry. I will say with that. Like Tomlin, the biggest sad, like you mentioned, is that, you know, he just wins. Uh, and that's all that coaching will come down to. He's a leader of men. If you win games, you're going to, you know, you're going to be a pretty good coach normally. And uh, <laughs> He's also the ultimate players coach. He definitely brings out the best in everyone. You see, even some of the personalities he managed as well, uh, great at that. Like, Antonio Brown's crazy anywhere else. Yeah, like. Uh, Dude, Le'Veon how do you Bell? control that guy for that long? Le'Veon you Bell don't. Too. Well, I mean, he did. He controlled but... Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. He controlled Marquise Pouncey, who defended Aaron Hernandez. Yeah. Uh... He defended Big Ben for a long time. <laughs> We're not going to talk about what Big Ben did, but you know. Oh, we know. Big Ben also a notorious dick, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why he did that. Uh... <laughs> okay. Shout out Miami, Ohio. Uh, what time is the Cowboy game? Uh, 8.15. Okay, we should probably wrap up with some no. winners and losers. Well, we do game picks? Yes, game we're, picks game right picks now. Be, okay. I'm doing okay, winners and losers briefly, and then we'll do game picks. Okay. Game picks will be brief, though. Yep. Um, as long Okay, so winners and losers. Winners, Cowboys. Uh, Dak Prescott, Darren Bland, uh, offensive and defensive. Duran. Uh, I'm not a Cowboys fan. <laughs> I know. I'm Very good player. Um, but anyway, offensive and defensive players of the month. So, uh, shout out to the Cowboys right now. I think there are some winners of the week. Love those guys. Steelers, over 400 yards of offense and in the win. Uh, yeah, winners for uh, getting rid of Matt Canada. Matt Canada still a loser. Every week he's a loser. He's a piece of um, <laughs> Every Steelers fan. UPL, winner. UP! Yeah, uh, oh my god, did, did you guys see that save? No, Brandon saw Save of save. the year. Stick At- save and a beauty by Luke. Wide open that just bop. Like, he was crazy. I did see that, actually. UPL has was- been Following at the year. garden, he's actually been like legit Vesna contention so yeah. far. No, every been. every time he's out there, I feel confident. Yep, he uh, is our number one. A winner of the week, John Adam Mosky and Travis Acuna. 
Uh, why? Because you guys are here, and we're very happy that you guys are here. I appreciate you guys coming to NumPod. We're the big wieners, for sure. Wow. Well, I mean, it's been a great time here. been wanting to do this for a while now, so happy got the opportunity. I haven't. Just oh, kidding. Thank oh, you, Nate. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I will say winner of the week. Uh, my mental health, uh, Yulia got a cat, so we're very Hello. happy there. Yeah. But also it gets canceled out because the Bills lost. The Bills did lose. Oh. That's also why I'm in mental health. Sell the cat. Um, no, no. Mocha, sweet cat. Uh, Mocha. Good yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brown cat. He. Nice. We got, yeah, got a little honey bad. Anyway, we lose this week. Vaughn Biller. Ha, 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 ha. What a bad person. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah. Losers of the week, Denver, with, or, no, sorry, Dallas pregnant women. Losers yes. of the week. Losers of the week. Uh, losers, of, uh, losers of the week, linebackers, the old linebackers. Ryan Shea's here, cheats on his wife. Cheats on his wife. No uh, kidding. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's in a scumbag. Yeah. Oh, he walked right out of that one, didn't he? Yeah, he did. The Bills. The Bills. Weekly occurrence of losers <laughs> of the week. Welcome back. We're happy to have you. Shout out to Buffalo Bills. Shout out Bryce Young, loser of the week, just because <laughs> he's on that team. <laughs> losers. NFL, uh, yeah, I don't know if you guys saw it, but they do that. Uh, Tyreek Hill took the phone to the one dude, like a cameraman, to do a back or a video backflip. You remember that? I do. They suspended that guy indefinitely. So yeah, what's the deal with that? I didn't understand what was going on there. Big why why did they suspend him? Oh, big big rush. rush. Ah, yeah. Uh, they suspended him because he because Tyreek Hill uh, took his phone and uh, they don't like fun. So no, no they fun. Suspended him. Then they probably ty- they probably find Tyreek another ten k or something. Yeah, something okay. like that. Um, I will say NFL as well. Uh, no fun, just no one can have fun out no there. No fun league. Yeah, no fun at all. So, uh, no. bad on you. Uh, refs, any sport, uh, in the professional <laughs> level. Usually, yeah. No, they, they, just the last week, every sport, they've been awful. So it's been painful to watch. It's not even to talk about the Bills game, just outside of that, too. Uh, loser, uh, Josh Allen's overtime, 0-6. It's good on yeah, you, man. I was going to mention that earlier, but. Yeah, no, he doesn't win those games. And I would say more so Sean McDermott doesn't win those games because yeah, he has soared enough. a couple of those yeah. times in overtime. Because what, Josh Allen had, in the Eagles game, over 400 yards just himself. Yes. He had uh, two passing touchdowns and uh, two rushing touchdowns. Let's change that up. Let's say Sean McDermott, loser of the week, 0-6 yeah, I Josh would, Allen. I, I would appreciate that. Yeah. That I, I'm fine with that. Uh, I will say, uh, Von Levi, I have him lose for the week. Why? Because he got sent down because he's had a bad year. That being said, I think he'll bounce back. To, he's going to bounce back um, like Big Sean, and he's going to go to winners of the week. UPL week. Uh, got sent down to Rochester three times already in his career. Yeah. He's only like 24 years old. <laughs> so plenty of time for Dev. I have Sean McDermott on here, actually. I have Colorado football uh, because <laughs> they have a lot of people to admit. Number one loser of the week. Do you guys want to take a guess? What sport? Give me that. He rushed with a 15-year-old. Ah! <laughs> Josh Giddy! Josh Giddy. The uh, new Carlone of our yeah, generation. Accusations of, uh, you know, do, canoodling with a 15-year-old girl. So Doing uh, more than that. Yeah, so loser of the week, loser of the year, probably. So he's probably done. He's being investigated by police, by the NBA, and by me, actually. I've been doing some deep digging on the web. <laughs> but, uh, I think he might be done for. So. Shout out to Livy Cook, though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Any other winners? Any other losers? Uh, no. Winner, Brenda. Shout Sorry, out. Thank you. Shout Love, Brenda. Love you, Brenda. Sorry, Sam, is Sam winning? Winning. We'll talk about that next week. Ooh, oh, maybe he's back next week. Uh, see if, when I see a written invite in my inbox, maybe we'll, we'll <laughs> talk about it. Anyway, uh, NFL schedule. We're going to pull picks. it up. Game picks. First game time in a long time. We're long overdue on these game picks. We're going to have to, yeah, we have like 10 minutes. We still have to walk back to the crew. Yeah, that's all. Right. 
Uh, it won't start exactly day 15. Seahawks, anyways. Cowboys, number one. I'm going to take the Seahawks in the blowout. No, I'm going <laughs> to take the Cowboys. Wow. I was going to say, y'all, y'all just all in my face. Wow. So, I'm going to take the Cowboys here. I think that the Cowboys are a better team so far. I think the Seahawks are 13-game win streak at home. But I feel like that defense, oh, my God. Uh, and without Kenneth Walker either. I'm, contr- I'm going to say they're going to win 27-21. I'm going to say... There is a touchdown. Is it Duran? You said Duran? Duran, I'm playing. Yeah. yeah. On his head this week. Ooh, That's a I'm, decent poll. I'm not. Yeah. He can't be shot down every single game. Like, it happens to everyone. So. JSN breakout this week. No. Uh, maybe. Uh, I'm going to take the Cowboys big. I think Seattle sucks. Uh, Geno Smith's beat up. Um, they're starting Gino running hasn't back. Looked- K-9's out. What else is beat up? Bob sure. Miller's girlfriend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> She'll be in a tent. <laughs> I'm going to take the Cowboys 31-10. I think CD Lance scores twice. Whoa. All right. Well, obviously, I'm going to have to go with my own team at home. 13-game win streak. We've won each home game this year by 20 or more. So, I'm going to go Dallas 31, Seattle 20. I'm going to go with the Cowboys as well. Uh, probably look at a 35-14 mm, if I yeah. could guess. Oh. Yeah. The big fourth quarter. No. Next up, Colts Titans. Uh, game, of day. <laughs> game of the uh, day. Game of the century. It is the best game going on in Tennessee at one o'clock Sunday, December third. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Colts here. I'm gonna say that they're gonna stay strong. I'm just really I'm not impressed by the Titans. So, congrats to you, Will Levis. Congrats to you, D Hobbs. Will Levis is, after the first game hasn't impressed me much, but that defense is rotten. The receiving core is rotten. Uh, yeah, they, they smell. I can smell them from here. So, <laughs> give me the Colts. In a large-scoring game, we're going to go 14-10. Yeah. Is Jonathan um, Taylor out? Yes. yes, he is out for the remainder of the season. And yes, I apologize to Alexander Ogden for uh, uh, you I, getting that trade, by the way. Jack okay. Moss is that guy. I think it's about time we kick the Colts out of this AFC playoff picture. I'm going to take the Titans. I think that... Derrick Henry actually plays a good football game, and Will Levis plays good enough for them to win. I think the Titans win 17-13. I'm going to take the Colts. I think they're the most underrated team. One of the most. That's wow. In the league. Wow. Six and what? Six and six? Yeah, but six they're awful, five. dude. But I'm, t- <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking the Colts 20-13. <laughs> Guardy party. Guardy party. I'm going to take the Colts as well. I think not having Taylor is going to suck, but uh, uh, I'm going to say Colts 9-3. Real wow. Exciting, really exciting game. That's pretty decently realistic. Speaking <laughs> of another game that could be 9-3, Jets Falcons. <laughs> Theoretically, it could be 9-3, yeah. Hypothetically, uh, not hypothetically, I'm literally taking the Falcons here. I think for the <laughs> literally <laughs> taking the Falcons. I Jets just, they don't know what they're doing on offense right now. Neither do the Falcons, really. They don't know how to use anyone. But I think the Falcons go ballistic, and I think they're going to score 12 Breaking points. Breaking news. 12 to 6. Shots Breaking fired. news. Vaughn Miller <laughs> turns himself into the Dallas Police. Oh my god, I missed my worship. I'm on the Dallas Police <laughs> The club. Yeah. Alright, um, I'm going to take Atlanta in this game also. I just want the Jets to have the offense to keep up with whatever we think the Falcons' offense is. Um, big game for Cordero Patterson because he's their third back and Arthur Smith doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, Atlanta's going to win 19-16. to Game-winning wow. field goal by Youngway. 
right. which is the number one number one in field goal percentage until now all time over uh, over Jason Cock. Yeah. Nice kick, buddy. I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm also gonna take the Falcons. I think Bijan's gonna have a really good game. Need him too in my fantasy team. But uh, I think they're gonna give him two handoffs. Big day. Wait, one target. They're playing the Jets. You said right. Yes. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go low scoring affair of 13 to 10. Falcons. Speaking of affair, Ryan Shazier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be the eyeball out here. I'm gonna take the Jets. Uh, I think the defense is gonna score two touchdowns. It's gonna be a 14 10 game. You know what they say? Jets, Jets, Jets. J-E-T. Jets. <laughs> Jets. That's how you spell it. Lions. Hey, I just forgot the S, but I got it. <laughs> Lions and Saints is up next. I think this one's going to be very convincingly Lions. Give me, I'm not even going to say why. We're going to say 35-14. Yeah, give me the, give me the Lions also. Um, coming off of disappointing loss on Thanksgiving, obviously, they don't want to lose a division game. Um, last time they came off of a disappointing loss was to the Ravens. They got smoked pretty good. They won three in a row. So look for the Lions to get on a little hot streak here. Uh, give me the Lions 45-13 to 13 over the Saints. Holy I think smoked. they're going to blow them out of the water. Wow. They're going to be pissed off. I also do think the Lions are going to win, but I think it's going to be a closer game than Brandon has said, but not as close. I think it's going to be 35-24 Lions. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't think it's going to be... I don't think it's going to be quite that big of a blowout. <laughs> That's a funny pick. Uh, probably, probably twenty-one-three. If I had to throw a stab at it, <laughs> <laughs> that's not terrible. The states suck. I like that. Uh, <laughs> no, you don't. Who should we schedule them next? Broncos, Texans. Broncos' winning streak is ending here. Yeah. And I think Domingo Rash is gonna come in there. He's gonna dance on the grave a little bit. And I think that uh, the Texans are gonna <laughs> win. <laughs> the Texans are gonna win twenty-seven twenty-four. Uh, I'm not sure who their kicker is right now, but he's hit the game winner. Yeah, whoever they signed. Is yeah. Barry Bear back? I, they cut Amdola now. Mm, I checked my clock, and I have no idea. Oh. So, uh, he could be. You heard. But I do think that the Texans are going to win. I think the Broncos are going to look good. Speaking but, of Texans, I thought Yulia was bringing you Gatorade. She was supposed to, yeah. <laughs> That's nothing to do with that. I was going to say that. <laughs> anyway. I'm, gonna, I'm also taking Houston. I think they're really, really good. I think they can win. In uh, Texas. I think they could win an AFC championship. I do. And I think they're going to show everybody why they're contenders and the Broncos are pretenders. <laughs> Give me the Texans 38 to the Broncos 20. Um, I think I think Russell Wilson is going to have a pretty good game. But at the end of the game, the Texans are going to win 31 to 28. Russell Wilson, game-losing pick. That's awesome. He's going to throw it away at the end. Yeah, I'm going to also take the Texans, I think. Uh, Russ is a little... Uh, journey's over. It's time to hop off the pony. Uh, Broncos country. Let's <laughs> let's uh, let's hop off the pony. Uh, They're a good team. I don't even have a score prediction eh, for that I one. I mean, they lost seventy to twenty. They bounced back. <laughs> I mean, they did. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Next up, Chargers Patriots. Oh, that's a. I'm gonna oh, I'm wow. gonna go out on a limb. Give me the Patriots this week. What? No, I'm I'm actually gonna say give me the Patriots. Um. What? Okay, though. I do. I think that it's gonna. Be it is game. one of those Belichick no. wins. Do I think it's gonna be um, the Chargers shooting themselves in the foot twenty times? Probably. Uh, I don't think it's gonna be a good game. So give me the Chargers losing twenty to seventeen. Ah, uh, I I I would love to do that. Also, I still think it's gonna happen. Um, the quarterback carousel for New England is gonna be too much to overcome for them. I think the Chargers win by default, twenty-four to ten. Hmm. 
I'm gonna yeah. go with the Chargers as well. Yeah, it won't start. Yeah, you'll have that. I'll do this occasional, but uh, I think the Chargers are gonna win in a shootout of sixteen to ten. <laughs> I'm gonna take the Chargers twenty-one to ten. Okay, I respect him. Um, Steelers, Cardinals. Wow. You know. No, 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 no. <laughs> you know what? One of these monologues again. Everything is looking really good in Pittsburgh right now. The defense, the offense, apparently. Uh, everyone's happy. And you know what happens in Pittsburgh when everyone's happy? Something bad. <laughs> this could be one of those Tomlin losses. It today. could be a trap game. But I'm still going to take the Steelers 16 to 13. Game winning field goal in overtime by Chris Boswell. You know what? My pick here. Um, Brandon said it was going to be a trap game, and if he's on the fence about it, I trust him with the Steelers. I'm going to say the Cardinals are going to win this one 13-10. And that's, I, it could happen. I'm so serious. I And do I think it will? Maybe not, but I'm trusting Brandon's instinct of it could possibly being a trap game. He knows Steelers. Who do the Steelers got next week? New England. Mm. But still. That sounds like a trap game. That does sound like a trap game. They're both at Heinz, though. So. Maybe so not, they should but. realistically win both of those. But, um... I I could see them losing, but speaking from experience, well, since Dallas already lost to the Cardinals, I think the Steelers are going to win 27-13. to 13. I think the Steelers are winning this one. Uh, I think, if anything, they're going to ride the high this week, and next week would be more of a trap game situation. 17-7. Mm, Mike Tomlin. Mike okay. Tomlin. The next two do you guys just want to throw a score out for them? Dolphins Commanders. 60-9-0. <laughs> I'm going to say 42-14. Um, I'm gonna actually <laughs> I'm gonna get crazy. I'm gonna say 52 to 24. Wow, Miami. wow, that is crazy. I'm gonna go uh 42 16. There, Panthers Buccaneers. I'm gonna say Buccaneers are gonna win, and then I'm gonna have them winning 20 to three. You Panthers know what box is what the game is? Yes. yes. If you're gonna skip me again, Sam Howell's winning the MVP. Oh, did I I am <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm I just kidding. You said 69 nothing. Yes, I did. I didn't know that was who do, who you got? Panthers and Bucks, right? Panthers, Bucks. Panthers, Bucks. Uh, mm, yeah, yummy. I have the. I'm so sorry. I have Buccaneers. Yeah, I, I have Buccaneers winning on that one. I'm gonna go Bucks 17, Panthers 9. Are you ready? It's a big one, isn't it? Carolina's gonna win this week. Oh, Whoa! Boy. Bryce Johnson's gonna have his best game of his rookie season. A divisional game, anything can happen. Give me the Carolina Panthers, 25, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 20. Go Hubs. Wowzers. I like that. I'm going to say that Baker Mayfield's going to tear his ACL, and the Panthers are going to win 17 <laughs> nothing. 17 nothing. <laughs> it could happen. Bold dig. Uh, yeah. Anyway, are we at the next pick? Okay. 49ers. Mm, big game in the NFC. As much as I hate saying this, let's go Niners. Give me the Eagles by ref ball. Uh, <laughs> you I'm can say, say that, that again. There's going to be eight holding calls against the 49ers. And, In eight straight plays. Yeah, and three uncalled pass interferences. So I'm going to say that the Eagles are going to win 20-17. to 17. I think the Eagles are going to dominate this game, surprisingly. Um... I think it's all going to come down to quarterback play, and the better quarterback resides in Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, Eagles pull away 27 to 
Yeah. 27 to 20, but they dominate on the ground. Fair enough. I think Brandon Ayuk is going to have a good game because James Bradbury is just not it, I think. So I'm going to go 49ers. Uh, I think a 26 to 20 battle. I'm going to say 28-24. Eagles are going to come out with a win. Push for the win. Uh, bless you. Browns Rams. Browns Rams. Yes. Give me the Rams here. I'm gonna say the. Uh, yeah. Who's our quarterback for the Browns right now? Uh, is it still DT? Joe Flacco this week. Oh my goodness. Give me wow. the Rams by a billion. No. Uh, give me the Rams. I'm gonna say 28-15. Yeah, that's a good score. I'm gonna take the Rams also. I'm going to say 26-10. Intel by, by the way. Give me the Rams 23-12. Rams 24-14. Hey, good year. Aaron Donald got drafted in 2014. Chiefs Chief Packers. From Pitt. What? Chiefs back? Yep. Hmm. John Stark. John Stark. Whoa. Okay, I'm going to go the Chiefs. 31 Packers. 27 surprisingly close. Uh, I'm gonna... Sure, Moe's been on a roll lately. Give me the Packers here. Whoa! I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the Packers the close one. I'm gonna, gonna go uh, 21-17. Close me over having a... I'm also taking the Packers. Sound the alarms. The upset wow. special of the week. Wait, where, where is this game? Like a chance. Uh, in Green Bay. Uh, I think the pa- the Kansas City has been getting away with playing like garbage the past couple of weeks. And it's finally going to catch up to him here. Jordan Love throws for 350. Green Bay wins 24-20 to over Kansas City. I'd like to say the same thing, but I feel like Kansas City's going to find a way to win. Andy Reid's going to get a cheeseburger at halftime, and everything's <laughs> going to work out. So <laughs> I'm going to take the Chiefs 24-21. Chiefs, sign or trade for a receiver, please. Bengals Please Jaguars. don't, actually. Yeah, actually, I well, for their sake, that nod. but... Uh, Bengals Jags. Bengals Jags. Maybe the Jags. Yeah, uh, yep, they, absolutely. Who's the Bengals quarterback now? Uh, Josh Browning. Or Jake Browning. Jake Browning, yeah. yeah. Uh, give, Farm. give me the Jaguars. Jaguars are still hot. Josh Allen, two sacks this game. Uh, and I think that they're going to win... The Bills off quarters. 24-7. Yeah, Jacksonville's going to win this game by default. Um, nothing that they did. It's just Cincinnati... Doesn't have uh, a quarterback. Um, Jacksonville, big day for ETN. Mm-hmm. It's going to be 27 to 13 Jaguars. I'm going to go Jags 33, uh, Bengals 14. Give me Doug Peterson, 31. Mm, 31 17 Doug sounds Peterson good. Doing everything out there? Yes. What? He's a good punter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, before we go, um, Last thing in Chicago Saturday. We got Sam one game punked. left. We got one game left. Give me the bye week over the Bills. 31 28. <laughs> CM Punk returned though. So that's that's it. That's just news. That's, that's the biggest news yeah, of the week. CM Punk and Randy Orton. We were, we were ecstatic. Yeah. So, Shout out to CM Punk. Yeah, real sports. Logan Paul did his Friday. He's back to SmackDown. I do, I, that's a huge story also. I'm really fired up this first SmackDown. Yeah. And past that, uh, Thank you, John. Thank you, Travis, for coming out and, uh, you know, thank you, young man. And talking and thank you for having me on the podcast. It's been been a great time. Hope to do it again soon. Absolutely. And as always, would you guys like to do any shout outs to anyone special? 
Just shout out Jan. That's it. Shout Period. out to Jan and Mosky. Travis is thinking hard. I'm going to shout out a very special man. And he goes by Cooney Cat on, <laughs> uh, I believe it's PlayStation, maybe Xbox. So shout out, shout out Landon Cooney. I'm going to give a shout out to him. I'm not quite sure. He might be a listener, but uh, shout out Scott Wire. He is an avid listener. We've shouted him Whoa. out like five oh, have or six you? times. Okay. Yeah. Nice. No, he deserves all the love. Yes. No family. And Jim McGuire. I'm sure he's not throwing the earbuds in and listening, but if he was, shout out Jim McGuire. One dogs? more shout out. I don't think he's going to listen to it, but shout out Connor Prevenslick. So. Shout out Connor. But I shout out Connor Hong. Shout out Riley King again. Shout um, out Riley Burrett. Thanks <laughs> <laughs> so much for listening in, and obviously to the boot review. I think next week is next week our last week of the semester. Next week is our last week. Tough. Yeah, so we're doing a special nine-hour episode. Uh, <laughs> On a live stream. So, yeah, no, obviously, thank you guys for listening in. And, uh, yeah, we look forward to seeing you next week. Sadly, no, John. Uh, maybe Travis will show. We'll see. Travis will be here. I'll be uh, here again. I'll draft Travis here by his earlobes. We appreciate it. <laughs> Bye, guys.